0: so here we go. You better buckle up, Monica. And a whole <laughs> new attitude to your afternoon. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. You know, two dudes talking sports. And you two will be awesome.
1: Live from News Talk 1480, WHBC.
0: It's a household name. Who the hell are you? It's the Kenny and JT Show. Have a great show. Let's go, and I'm going to approach this show today like it's the second half of the Browns game. Brian, where's my, uh, where's my blanket? Where's my blanket? Your what? My blankie. I'm going to approach today's show like it's the second half of a Browns game. I want to take a nap just like they do.
1: Oh, man. Dude, what happens Tired. after the first drive? Seriously. What happens where they look unstoppable on the first drive of almost, what, six out of the ten games they've played, whatever it is, and then they can't score till it's garbage time again? What
0: the hell's wrong with them? They couldn't do it if they tried. They couldn't do it every week if they tried. It's like an album that just keeps skipping and skipping. And how many times do we have to see this and hear that? Yeah, we've got things we've got to fix, and uh, we're going to look at the tape. And you know, we're going to be, you know, we're going to look at it, and we're going to try to figure out. I mean, come on, it, it's it's beyond repair right now. It's it's boring. I'm kind of upset that I donated or gave them three hours that I can't get back again. And that was a game again. You had a team on the ropes, a much better team than you, who, by the way, didn't practice much last week. But you had an opportunity to knock them out. They can't do it.
1: No, they practiced. It was the first half. That was just their practice. No, then no, the Bills I mean, came out and
0: played. I mean, the Bills didn't practice. I mean, they, No, they, that's they had, what I mean. They had one they, practice all year, all week. Right. 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 No, their first half was their practice. They got loose in the oh, first half against
1: saying. the Browns. Yeah. yeah, we didn't get a first down for a whole yeah. quarter and a half, but we were working on some things. Got the kinks out. Oh, yeah, and then in the last eight minutes, we took the lead into the locker room at halftime and then blew you out in the second half, and you got garbage points late in the game. Oh, look at Jacoby Brissett's statistics. Oh, my goodness. He threw for 324 yards and three touchdowns. Look at his quarterback rating. He didn't do a doodly squat until it was garbage time, okay? He didn't make plays when there were plays to be made. He fumbled the football again, okay? So... You know what? He's a backup. We've said this. It's a broken record. Yeah. I sound like Kevin Stefanski. He's a backup for a reason. And uh, the Browns, JT, I looked this up just before the show. There are only three teams in the entire NFL who have a worse record than the Cleveland Browns. I, I Do get you it. you realize
0: that? I get it. You know, we want to give a little bit of credit where credit is due because the guy absolutely played pretty decently up until this point. We're talking about Jacoby Brissett. But the problem here is the fact that, you didn't coach that team up because even though you are going with a backup center and postage goes out after the first play, Froholt yeah. comes in, admirably performs decently at center, but that fumble was his fault. And the problem goes back yeah. to coaching. He wasn't prepared for the moment. So you don't have enough strength in numbers. You, didn't have back, you don't have a backup center. I mean, this guy has to be your utility infielder. I mean, you, you've got to be more prepared than that, and that's what a head coach is supposed to do. Get your team ready for unfortunate circumstances which happen during a football game.
1: The thing that makes Kevin Stefanski look extremely bad this year is this. Give him a week to prepare the first ten plays, he's fine. Put him in the game after that and he has to adjust to their adjustments, Mm -hmm. he's clueless. That's the part that worries me about Kevin Stefanski as the head coach of this football team. And
0: halfway through the game yesterday, I'm looking at it as though, okay, you ran a wild, uh, wildcat. I look at it this way, see if you agree with me or not, because it really is a moot point at this time. When you start running trick plays like that, you have nothing basically to lose, and you're basically saying, okay, we kind of give up because we're going to run the wildcat at you from the eight-yard line. Instead of the goal line. It doesn't make any sense. We're going to run two quarterback sneaks because we have our best player on the team. We're not going to hand him the ball. It doesn't make sense to me. Does it make any sense to you to, to go back to this, you know, your book of tricks, your bag of tricks, so to speak, and not give yourself the best chance to win? Now, we want to talk about making in-game decisions. Those are horrible decisions, in my opinion. <sighs> I... I think he, he's
1: desperate at that point when he's doing that. I, I think it's out of desperation, not out of, hey, we're smarter than you, we're going to give you this, because they tried it one time. I mean, that play and then the back-to-back quarterback keeps. And I know how successful Jacoby Brissett's been, right, in quarterback keeps, and he yeah, learned it guess from guess who Tom else Brady. knows that?
0: Every yeah, team the other, in the National yeah. Football League. So let's now, run it at you 10. twice. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Think about this. In games one through five, maybe they don't realize that as much. But then when the announcers are putting a stat up there in game six or seven that he's 32 of his last 33 on, yeah. uh, you know, third and one or fourth and ones with a quarterback keep, yeah, teams are going to take note of that. They've got people that watch games to make notes of things like that. And not only did you run it once,
0: you ran it right. in back-to-back plays. See, the, the playbook goes out the window after that first drive. You notice them utilizing the screen pass, and Nick Chubb looked great in the screen oh, game. And a lot of did. times, like, Jeff Logan yelled at me, and I can't wait to get him on. What time do we have Jeff Logan? 4.35? Because the screen pass is an extension of your running game. You saw yeah. the Buckeyes didn't run any screen passes. No bubble screens this week. But the Browns utilize the screen pass to perfection. In the first drive, and it went away. They ran it like twice in the second half. Why wouldn't you utilize what works? I just don't understand it, and it's getting harder and harder to watch on a weekly basis.
1: Yeah, and again, offensively, it's on Kevin Stefanski. Now, here's what you're going to hear. I guarantee you at the end of the I'm telling you what you're going to hear at the end of the season right now, okay? Here's what you're going to hear. Well, Kevin... Well, either Barry's going to say this or if Haslam's there, right, he's going to stick up for his guys, he's going to say this. Well, Kevin didn't have all the bullets in his gun because Deshaun was out for the first 11 games, so it's unfair to really uh, evaluate Kevin based on the offense that mm-hmm. was put out there this year because mm-hmm. he didn't have his number one quarterback. Okay. That's what they're going to say, right. okay? I, I think it's right. a bunch of hogwash and, and everything like that. <laughs> I just, and okay. the offense is on Stefanski, but the defensive right. run game is Terrible. on Andrew Barry 100% for lack of personnel.
0: They gave up 171 yards rushing <laughs> in a game where, I mean, it might as well have been flag football because you wouldn't even get a chance to touch a guy. And the problem with this team is, I don't know if it's just personnel. We talked about it last week. Are they just undersized and undermanned? To an extent, yes. But when the Bills scored at the end of the first half, That was a terrible, terrible call on the part of Joe Woods. The defense has no clue what they're doing. Remember, you're in a zone coverage, right? Yeah. But even then, you're responsible for a guy running on the back line of the end zone. Somebody's got to guard this guy. You know, just because you're in a zone doesn't mean you're not still in a man coverage. I know that doesn't sound like it makes a lot of sense, but somebody should cover number 14. He's their best. He might be the best receiver in the league. You're going to let him run Free and open in the back of the end zone. Come on, man. He
1: did not have a catch before that, though. In fairness to the Browns, I don't care. Now, you don't maybe, leave him maybe, wide open. I know. I'm just saying they had shut him out. Remember, they showed the sign of him or the shot of him talking to his coach because he's upset because he's not getting the ball at all. They were and, talking and so, about who's
0: going to shovel his driveway. He didn't care. They knew it was just a matter of time until they're going to wear this team out. You're going to create doubt in the minds of the Cleveland Browns and they're going to quit. It's the same script. Week in and week out, you get into there the second is. half. You score before halftime. You score the first time you get the ball in the second half. Ball game. End of story.
1: Twenty-eight to ten was when the Browns' offense finally came alive. When they said, "All right, we'll just uh, play prevent defense. Let them, uh, you know, go up and down the field a little bit, run the time off, and we'll get the hell out of Dodge." Now. It got a little too close for comfort there because the Browns almost, uh, you know, came up with the onside kick. and It would have been interesting, but still, Buffalo uh, had that game in hand. Considering everything they went through this past week, now they've got a short week. The Browns have a long week, but they've got Tom Brady and Tampa Bay coming to town. The only teams with a worse record than the Cleveland Browns right now. You ready for this, JT? Mm-hmm. See if you can get. There are three. I know teams. one of them.
0: We're going to play them in two weeks. One is okay. absolutely the Houston Texans, and they're going to they're, they're fold because they want your draft pick, which they already have, but you're going to increase the value of that draft pick by losing that game. So the Browns will win their fourth game. Mark my words, in two weeks, Deshaun Watson back at Houston.
1: Well, actually, they want to the beat the Browns in that game. Because then that means the Browns have another loss, so they want to actually try and win that game against yeah, the Browns, so know. the Browns draft pick is worse so here here are the teams that have a worse record than the Cleveland Browns right now. You mentioned the Houston Texans. they are the worst team in the National Football League at one, eight and one right now, okay? The only other teams that have a worse record than three and seven in the Cleveland Browns besides the Houston Texans, the Chicago Bears at three and eight because they played one more game. Mm-hmm. And the Carolina Panthers with Baker Mayfield, who scored three points this past week against the Ravens, they're three and eight. That's it. The Browns no, no. have the
0: fourth, fourth worst no, no. record in the National Football mm. League. You want to feel better about yourself? What? Defending world champion L.A. Rams are three and seven. Well, they're equal to. They're not worse than the I'm Browns. I'm just saying they they're equal too. So you have got to feel pretty good if you want the glass half full. You look at the L.A. Rams and say, "Hey, they won a Super Bowl." We're as good as a Super Bowl champion.
1: Six there are six teams that are 3 and 7 and yes you are correct. Browns are 3 and 7 and the Rams are 3 and 7. But the Bengals they beat the Stullers yesterday. They're six and four. Baltimore wins. They're seven and three. How I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're winning games, uh, and they're the you know the team to beat. And the Bengals are chasing. It's a two-team race between Cincinnati and Baltimore, and then it's a two-team race to see who finishes in last place mm-hmm. in the AFC North: the Steelers uh, or the Browns. So it, it's um, a stick of four. Hey, forget it. They ain't winning seven in a row. They have to win seven in a row to make the playoffs. They got to finish. It, the, the season, 7-0 and if they want a shot at the playoffs. 9-8 mm. and eight ain't getting in the playoffs. Sorry. Tiebreakers, you've already lost all of them to the entire AFC oh, East if it. there's any tiebreakers. Why would you
0: even want to dream about the playoffs? I don't want to get in the playoffs with a team that's as lousy as this. Unless they could turn things around and really rattle off 6 of 7. Like you, I believe there's no chance in hell. They win seven of the the last seven games. We've never seen a Browns team do that. Uh, They never have won the first seven games of a season, and we sure as hell aren't winning the last seven games. Can they turn things around and be competitive? That's the problem. The answer is no. They can't be competitive. They already started the finger-pointing. The defense is atrocious. Nobody can make a tackle on that team, and guys are gashing them the likes of Allen, Singletary, and Cook combined for 171 yards rushing on a team that didn't practice – on a team that had to pick up stakes and basically had to spend the night at the coach's house just to get out of their own damn driveway. I've had it.
1: Yeah, and how about this? One of the worst rushing teams in the league, their leading rusher coming in, was their quarterback, Josh Allen. It's the Browns who Uh should have ran for 171 and not the Bills. The Bills, how about this? The Bills in their previous Uh three games had given up over 500 Mm -hmm. yards rushing to three Mm -hmm. teams. And the Browns, supposedly one of the better running teams in the league, could muster 80 yards yesterday on the ground. That's it.
0: I will say this. Upon watching the Buffalo Bills, and I don't think Josh Allen is right. Do you? He was missing passes all over the place, and I know he's got a bum elbow. Health-wise, right? Yeah,
1: no, I don't think he's right either. From what
0: I saw from the Buffalo Bills last night, yesterday afternoon, I don't believe they're the front runner to win the AFC. Now, it's easy to say because they really didn't get a chance to prepare for the Browns, but still, you should have played better against a team that gave up basically before halftime. From what I saw... I would have to think that these are the times of the year where teams like the Kansas City Chiefs start to take off. Now, I don't know if Buffalo can rally the troops like they normally do. What do they say? Nobody rallies, nobody circles the wagons better than the Buffalo Bills. They got to get healthy. And when you look at Von Miller and that pass rush, you're pass rushing after a guy that's basically a statue and they couldn't get to him. That's a problem. Von Miller didn't show up either, but you look at it and say, well, Miles Garrett looked like he was going to show up in the first quarter, and then he disappeared. And then, oh, yeah, you get blown out, but they somehow get a backdoor cover in last night, and you look at it and say, well, there's finger pointing. We're not looking at uh, trying to get as many turnovers. Come on, man. Everybody on a defensive team knows that we're tackling the ball or at least trying to tackle the ball, but we don't focus enough on getting turnovers. You're trying to place blame on somebody else so it takes it off of your shoulders.
1: Well, I think what he's pointing out is for the second consecutive week, he's questioned Joe Woods, the defensive coordinator. He's saying in practice, we don't have drills where we tackle the football or try to create turnovers. And the previous week he said not everybody's on the same page. So if I'm Randy, Randy Lerner, my goodness, if I'm Jimmy Haslam and I'm hearing this right from my $125 million man, um, uh, I'm I'm wondering. Okay, why why Terrible. do we still have Joe Woods as the uh, uh, as the defensive coordinator? Why is he still here? Well, uh, you could fire him anytime you want you to, could. Jimmy Haslam. What are you, you gonna get out say, of Sorry, who, you're who, you're
0: gone. What What do you get out of firing a defensive coordinator? I know the Colts fired their head coach. They almost won a game yesterday, and they won last week. What can you possibly learn? What can you gain? From either firing your head coach, and like you, I believe he gets a bye, he gets a pass because of the fact that he's playing with a backup quarterback, a third team yep. center. What do you gain out of it? You have to look at the defensive coordinator. You have to look. Here's another thing, too. I think, let's look at some good things that happened yesterday. I think oh, yeah. they finally found a kick returner. Ford?
1: Yes. Jerome Ford is that Jerome name?
0: Ford, the last two weeks, has taken yeah. balls out to the 35, 40 yard line. That's fine. You look at the special teams and say special teams suck, but I got a feeling it's a kicker. And I listened to the press conference today, and, you know, we thought, oh, it's a low trajectory on the 58-yard field goals. They're getting blocked. Well, yesterday's was a 32-yard kick, basically an extra point. That sucker got blocked, and when we listen to Kevin Stefanski, he's going to talk about it. I don't think it was a breakdown in blocking. I think the kicker blows. Well,
1: I've got to go back and watch it again. Okay, because I was at Jersey's yesterday with the Stark County Browns back. That There's had a to lot be going fun. on there. Oh, yeah, people are just – I mean, 7 nothing. we're giving away uh, all kind of stuff. Everybody's happened, ha- happy. I'm happy and, and I said, hey, uh, you know, this happened last week, too. They went right. up 7 nothing, and it's happened before. So let's wait and see here. And sure enough. Uh, you know He's 16 of 21 field goals this year, 76%. That's below uh, top-notch NFL uh, percentage How uh-huh, they drafted
0: him? So he's not on the hot seat because they drafted him. And he's 22 of 24 in
1: extra points. That's 92%. So I need to go back and look and see if it was a low-trajectory kick or if there was push up the middle and somebody got uh, a handle. Uh,
0: I don't know. Let's give you if you missed it. Did you miss again? Here are the weekend headlines that you have missed. Dr. Luan, speed dial. Blood pressure up a little bit, thinking about the Browns. If you missed it, Cavaliers yeah. needed double overtime, but they still head on to win against the Hornets Friday night. They win that game 132-122, and they blow out the outmanned heat last night, 113-87. The bad news... Kevin Love could miss some times after sustaining a hairline fracture to his thumb, Charlie. Friday night's double overtime win against Charlotte Hornets. Cavaliers have now won two straight and are 10-6, host the Atlanta Hawks tonight. Tip-off at 7 o'clock pregame right here at
1: 6.30. Eight wins in a row, five losses in a row, two wins in a row. The Cavaliers are very streaky early on here this season.
0: If you missed it in case you were sleeping yesterday, the Browns-Bills mm. games moved to Detroit uh, Browns had early chances to take it to Buffalo, but eventually got pushed around and finally lost that game with a backdoor cover, depending upon how many points you had, 31-23. to 23. <laughs> Welcome to the National Football League.
1: Backdoor cover, bad beats, baby, you never know. If
0: you missed it, and I don't know how you could have, Buckeyes and Wolverines both dodged bullets over the weekend, so did TCU, Ooh. but did you see this? Your man, Spencer Rattler, had the best day of his career, throwing for 438 yards, six touchdowns, as South Carolina beats number 5 Tennessee 63-38. to 38. That game was on Saturday night, eliminating the Volunteers from the playoffs.
1: Your team, the Tennessee Volunteers,
0: go down. Speaking of which, their quarterback went down as well, Hendon Hooker. Ooh. Tennessee announced quarterback suffered a torn ACL to his left knee during Saturday's loss, South Carolina. Which effectively ends his season, which means CJ Stroud's going to be the front runner for the Heisman.
1: Well, I'll have uh, something in screenshots on that. Not so fast, my friend. Stay tuned.
0: College football AP was released yesterday. Here's your top 10 football teams Oregon moves in at 10, Tennessee right. drops to 9, Alabama at, at 8, Clemson at 7, LSU at 6, USC at 5, TCU at 4. Michigan is at number three. Ohio State remains at number two. And the number one team in the land. They had a tough one Saturday, too. The Georgia Bulldogs. They only won 16-6. to six, So all mm-hmm. the top three teams ahead.
1: all struggled to win this past week. Yeah, you had to think so.
0: Here are the top movies in North American Box office over the weekend. Top five movies look like this. Tickets of Paradise at number five. Black Adam moves down to number four. The Chosen Season 3 at number three. Okay. You don't know what that is. Me neither. The menu is at number two. I'll take the grilled cheese and soup of the day. The menu. Chicken, fri- chick- chicken fingers and fries. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, once again, is number one movie in America.
1: Yeah, that's killing the box office, man.
0: If you missed it, we gave you the top ten in college football. Here's the AP college football basketball rankings right Ooh, now. Okay. Are you ready for this? Lay it on me. That's the wrong one. It's the same one as the football one I have
1: printed uh, out. That uh, printed it out, yeah. It's awesome, they baby. Here they look the
0: same. Oh, okay. Here they are. You sure? Yeah, number 10, yeah. Creighton. Number 9, okay. Arkansas. Number 8, UCLA. Number 7, Duke. Number 6, Kansas. Number 5, Baylor. Number 4, team in the land, Kentucky. Imagine that. Number 3, Houston. Number 2, Gonzaga. And the number 1 team in the land. Are you ready?
1: Lay it on me. North Carolina Tar Heels. Shocker. Yeah. Tar Heels are really good this year, man. Why, uh, coming off the, really the loss, good. well, they they've been up and down a little bit, but uh, after last year's championship game loss, uh, they're coming back with a vengeance this year.
0: Anyway, that's some of the things you may have missed over the weekend. Oh, we got to go over the uh, Maslin score too. Yeah. Maslin Tigers proved to be too much for Lake, beating the Blue Streaks twenty-four to six, winning the region and moving on and setting up the state semis this Friday seven p.m. Maslin at 12-1 takes on. Akron, Archbishop Hogan, Hoban at 13-1. That game at U- University of Akron, Infusion Stadium, Summa Field. How many names are they going to name that thing?
1: Well, you got enough sponsors. Hey, whatever they sponsor, they'll name it and they'll take their money. <laughs> How about this? Lake, and, and in fairness to, to Dan DeGeorge, to it's not an excuse. It's just a fact. Uh, their starting center was out. Uh, their starting running back uh, barely played because of an ankle injury. Their all-county punter. Uh, had a broken wrist, couldn't punt, so he was out, and they were already minus a number of players, and there was just too much talent. Uh, yeah. 293 total yards for Maslin, 65 for Lake. That's all Lake had, 65 total yards in the 24-6 win for the Titans.
0: Whether a factor or at no, all, you were there.
1: Yes, yeah. a dude, I froze my ass off. Yeah, but you didn't Wind have to chilled. play. I, I don't know how they did play. <laughs> Seriously, my hands were, fr- I mean, I. how about this? I was lucky enough to park close enough to the field at halftime, I went in my car, turned my heater on and my seat warmers on oh, and wow. warmed up there and then went back out. That's how cold. It was about 8 degrees wind chill on the field. Mm. And that field, by the way, sorry if this offends anybody, but Byers Field sucks. Yes, I said it. <laughs> sucks. It's terrible. Why? It's a wind tunnel. It's an open field. The the field itself, the, the turf is, is ancient. It feels like su- carpet on cement. There was ice on the field that they had to scrape and didn't get it all off of. It's terrible. I hate going there to broadcast a game, and I'd hate playing there. The people there were nice. Thank you to the people that set us up and everything inside the stadium, but I felt bad for the kids who had to play on that field.
0: They should build a dome for the high school teams. Let's go. They should. There you go. All right. Now you're caught up to date. If you missed it, it's Kenny and JT Show. Hey, give us a phone call, 330-450-1480. Cavaliers on the board. We can talk Browns football if you like Buckeyes Michigan it is rivalry week on the Kenny and JT show